Hello and welcome to episode 147 of the Redbox Report, a weekly movie podcast where we review the latest Blu-rays and DVD releases for Redbox. I'm your host, Bob Fallon. And I'm your co-host, Joel Fallon. In this episode, will be a little bit of an abbreviated one, as we will be tackling the Vacation Reboot, as well as American Ultra. No top five this week, because we ain't got time for that. We ain't got no time for that. Yeah. But uh, we do have some stuff to talk about, so let's get right into it. Um, Vacation, the original, obviously, classic Classic. comedy. Uh, Chevy Chase and the rest. And (laughs) the whole series, um, Vacation, Christmas Vacation, European Vacation, Vegas Vacation. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to rank all the Vacation movies at the end of this review. But uh, this one is like a reboot slash sequel, where it's... um, Russ, played by Ed Helms. Ed Helms, thank you very much. Uh, he's now he's playing Rusty and his family, and it mirrors when he was uh, growing up, and he's yeah. taking his family on a road trip to Wally World as well. Christina Applegate is his wife. The kids are his kids. Yeah. Was it um, an older brother and a younger brother? Yeah. But the younger brother bullies the older brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, basically that's it from there. Yeah. Expectation wise, uh, thought the trailers looked pretty bad um, for the most part. Yeah. I felt like there was a couple moments that I was laughing at during the trailer, but for the most part, I was cringing. <laughs> and reviews were terrible. It had 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. So, expectations low for me. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I wanted this movie to be good, because I love the vacation, oh, yeah. vacation yeah. movies. Um, but now, I, I feel the same way. The trailer had a couple funny parts, but I did not have good hopes for this movie. Yeah. Maybe the funniest part was from the trailer, when they're talking about rim jobs. <laughs> what is a rim job? Yeah, and all that. Yeah. Um, so... What, what did you think? It was pretty bad. Although, I do think it had potential. Like, they could do the Vacation series without Chevy Chase, more so. Yeah, I almost wish Chevy Chase wasn't in this. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a different person. Yeah. And he wasn't funny. Not at, at all. all. He's weird now. And he insists that he's funny. <laughs> it's crazy because he was a comedic genius when he was... Like in his heyday. Yeah. Maybe he's just so meta now. He didn't sound the same. He's like, for some reason, his voice didn't even sound the same. He was, it's like they let him do whatever he wanted and he just was not funny whatsoever. Yeah, it's like he just showed up one day to set and shot it with no script. And he looked, like, he looks like he's a hundred. Yeah. And he looks like he ate, so, like, himself. And all his jokes are about, like, tripping or, like, just being blatantly... Rude or something like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but he's not in a whole lot of it. But that's really irritated me. Yeah, it was. It's horrible. Yeah, and the mom as well. I mean, Beverly D'Angelo, I believe her name is. She was fine. She just wasn't really in it as much. Yeah, she's just cameo. She always had a little bit of charisma too in the older ones. And yeah, especially in that shower scene. That was pretty cool. <laughs> charismatic. Right. A lot of charisma. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> um, but um, what did you think of Ed Helms as Rusty and his family, Christina Applegate, and um, the family dynamic? I didn't 
too much mind him as an actor, but there was just no chemistry. No, there really wasn't. Like, zero. I did, like, when he sang Seal, Kiss from the Rose. Yeah, I mean, there was they potential. To... Like, I almost wanted to, like, look at it, like, when there's the new late show hosts, guys, they usually do pretty bad at first, but they're kind of getting in. I don't know if I'd want Ed Helms to stick around and get used to it, but I don't know. He didn't do horrible, but it, it didn't yeah, do much I've just never been a huge Ed Helms fan. Yeah. Like, he's fine. He can be funny. But he's a side character it seems guy. like he's trying too hard all the time. Yeah. You know? Like, I didn't really like him in The Hangover that much. Although, I mean, if I had to pick him being a certain way, I'd rather him be more like The Hangover character, where he's a little more serious. They kind of lost that, like, into the second one, but... He was more the grounding person out of all of them, but... I I feel like him and Jason Sudeikis are, like, the same person. But I like Sudeikis better. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, new Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Or replacement he, character. You can't put him in movies together. <laughs> yeah. He's off the rails, you know. No cameos. Coming there. I figured there was going to be, like, an equivalent, though, or something. <laughs> like, uh... Uncle Mikey or something. <laughs> uh, they brought back the attractive, young attractive woman who's unnaturally obsessed with... <laughs> kind of brought it back. Yeah. And she died. <laughs> in the, she died, dude. In the trailer. Uh, but they kind of did that for the kid instead, right? Where yeah. Where the girl just keeps coming back and... what? I don't know. What do you think of that whole angle? What, with the kids? The or? kid, the older brother and his love interest. I uh, I don't know about the whole love thing, but in general, I did like... I don't know about his love thing. Stupid girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like how they made the kids more modern. Yeah. Like, his little brother, that's pretty realistic, just being a little... I mean, that's always the joke about Xbox Live. It's a bunch of eight-year-olds... Racist eight-year-olds. Yeah, racist, homophobic <laughs> eight-year-olds. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty minor compliment, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was interesting to put it on its head where the younger kid is bullying him. and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christina Applegate, I felt like, was wasted. Like, yeah. She can be a really good comedic actress, like an anchorman and anything, <laughs> but... They didn't use her. Yeah, like, she was... I mean, I guess her thing was that she was the slutty sorority girl in her heyday or whatever, but I yeah, mean... it didn't pan out very good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just felt like they didn't do enough with her. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like it's her fault. I feel like it's the script. Maybe. Oh, hell yeah. The script is incredibly bad. Yeah. This movie, I felt like, was pretty terrible. There's nothing sacred. It's almost just like... They're going to throw a hundred jerks at the ball and ten, fifteen landed, maybe. Maybe. It's like, just so hit or miss, but mostly miss. Um, If they try to remake Christmas Vacation, I will quit. I don't know, whatever it is that I do. Christmas? Yeah, I quit Christmas if that happens. (laughs) There's the whole, um, what's the whole reason they go on this trip? It's like, uh, I don't even remember. It's, but he thinks he's doing this great big favor, but they really just don't want to. Do, they'd rather go yeah. to like Paris or somewhere actually nice since they have the money. 
Um, he's trying to give him like an ex- family experience or something like that. Like, yeah. yeah, but bring him closer together. Um, there's the whole running motif of the trucker who has a teddy bear on his front and he's chasing him down. Yeah, so predictable. I felt like the punchline there. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Um, you saw everything coming pretty much. In this. Yeah, the only thing that was unpredictable was their car. <laughs> Which, some cheap laughs. I guess, car, yeah. But it was so stupid. I thought it was so bit dumb how... Alright, they start... They, like, would introduce things like that what you would think would be recurring or they'd bring it back and then just completely ignore it. Like, they first get in. It's got two t- tanks of gas so you can last longer. And then five minutes in, they're like, oh, we're on empty. We need to stop and get gas. <laughs> like, obviously, this is something that... It's going to just use gas faster, right? But no, they never really mention it again. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like, I guess not. Yeah. I was say, like, it's supposed to be like biofuel or some shit. I thought they were going to have to stop for gas like non, like over and over again. Like That could have been funny. But yeah. they just set it up and never returned. <laughs> so I this they movie, did that kind of stuff all like throughout the entire movie. Lazy Yeah. where I put this movie. Very. Um... Yeah, I just didn't think any of the characters were likable. No. Like, it's one it's one thing. Like, a comedy just has to be funny. You don't need likable characters necessarily. You don't have to root for them, but you have to at least be interested in them. Yeah, you or... Know, there's just nothing going on here on a character level. Yeah, either that or you make the environment around them so interesting that these dull people right. stand or out how they whatever. affect the like always sunny it's terrible people but it's that's yeah. the point <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, but, yeah yeah like even the good things about the family is like so over the top like the kid is so nerdy and so i don't know yeah didn't work for me at all yeah uh, i i didn't really enjoy this movie at all what about when they get to wally world I mean, you can't live up to the scene. Oh my god. This is just so crazy. And <laughs> I have One of my favorite scenes in a comedy probably ever is when they're like just about to get there and he just stops and goes off like, you're going to be having so much fun, you're going to be singing zippity doo dah at your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Punches the thing yeah. in the nose. Amazing. <laughs> That's when Chevy Chase had it in him. Yeah. John Candy's even in the end yeah. there. John Candy's like in every movie from the eighties. Every comedy. Yeah, every one of them. Home Alone, even like Wow. And then he died. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It is. So is this movie. Very resting peace. I really have nothing else to say about it. Yeah. Um didn't like it four and a half out of ten for me. And that's being generous, honestly. Yeah, I was going to give a five, and I don't know what basis that's on exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I did. I can't say that I didn't laugh once. Like, I, there was a couple times, but... I mean, I watched the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, that's got that going for it. Let's move on from that to American Ultra. Yeah. Um, All right. What's it about? It's about Jesse Eisenberg's character. I don't remember what his name is. It's pretty... I feel like it's Mike, but I could be way off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like typical Sterner. Sterner. 
lazy lazy loner won't leave the town whatever and long story short he ends up being he has a girlfriend oh yeah he's got a girlfriend girl from Twilight Kristen Stewart I can't remember her name <laughs> but I like spend it on it <laughs> Kristen Stewart Kristen Stewart she kind of makes all the real decisions in life and is also a pothead kind of in the same boat but basically he doesn't know it and he is a spoiler alert MK Ultra CIA super agent yeah if you didn't get that from the trailers super sleeper agent super sleeper agent and why are they trying to exterminate him too dangerous in the field I don't know this movie is terrible (laughs) I felt like I just felt like the whole plot was so convoluted Again, not a single likable or rootable character in this thing. If you take most of the CIA people out, it's almost a good movie. There's it a, could have been a good movie. I felt like yes, they just sort of like half-assed it. The only thing I can give this movie is it has a decent concept. <laughs> like yeah, there. Like you said, there's a way. If this movie was directed by. I don't know, anyone halfway decent, I feel like it could have been a solid, yeah. at least entertaining movie. And the good action scenes are pretty good. I mean, over the top. I disagree. Really? I didn't. Th- for the type of movie that it is, I thought it was pretty good. Now, if it was like Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Well, alright, I think it's going for action comedy. Yeah. Thought the action was terrible. Okay. No, you're right. There are some action elements that are decent. Like, yeah. But the problem is, it's I didn't buy it. It's just bullshit. Yeah, there are <coughs> a couple things like how he gets creative with hurting and killing people. Yeah. But overall, I thought the action still wasn't great or very good, and it wasn't funny at all. No. It's going for laughs. I, this one, all I don't, the time. I don't think I laughed once in this one, honestly. Um. Hated John Leguizamo's character. Yeah. Like, drug dealer or whatever. Um, that sells him fireworks and stuff. Yeah. Um, I th- interesting in a dull movie. I like Jesse Eisenberg. I hated him <laughs> in this movie. I don't know. He's not even being anything different than usual. But for some reason, he got under my skin so bad. <laughs> I just felt the movie was ugly. Like, just from a visual cinematography and look yeah dull nothing no life to it I hated everything about this movie I hated it so bad oh my god jeez it's one of my least favorite movies of the year wow Uh, I don't know I don't feel that strongly about it please defend it fight back push back I I don't know if I can defend it but I don't hate the movie Um, it feels like they made about a quarter of a movie and decided they weren't going to make it anymore and kind of filled it in. Yeah. And, I don't know. This was a movie... This could have been a good movie and it's just not. This was a movie I wanted to turn off multiple times throughout. (laughs) But I didn't. I watched the goddamn movie. (laughs) And even, like... They kind of try to bill it almost like it's a stoner movie type thing in some of the previews. And that's really even a minor... He just happens to be a pothead. Like, there's yeah. not really all that much involved. Besides yeah. a few references along the way. Right. 
it, none of this movie really comes together and makes any sense. And the <sighs> ending is stupid. Ridiculously. Like they were uh, going to get a sequel out of it or something, or a series. <laughs> and I feel bad because Lionsgate sent me this movie ahead of time. I let it sit on my shelf for a while, and then when I did watch it, I hated it. But it's not a movie, like, there are movies like Men, Women, and Children, which I actively felt anger in my chest as I was watching it. I didn't have that kind of reaction. I just was bored and did not like it. Yeah. Didn't like anything about it. Like, I'm, I'm not... It's one thing if you, like, really hate something. This was just so... I don't know how to explain it. I don't... <laughs> I, I can't even get behind my hate for it. It just was, like, <laughs> nothing. I wish I wouldn't have watched it. That's all I can say. Regret. It was a legitimate waste of my time. Never getting that hour. 30 minutes back or whatever it is. But for some reason, I didn't say, hey, let's not review this. <laughs> <laughs> no... Because you got to go with the good and the bad, you know. Yeah. Um, they were nice enough to send us it. Performance-wise, like, I think Laura Linney is in this as the older woman CIA agent. Yeah. Or no, no, that's not Laura Linney. That's uh, the girl from, the woman from Friday Night Lights in Nashville, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Connie yeah. Britton. That's who it was. Um, I usually like her. I did not like her in this. She was, yeah. Um, Nothing. Jesse Eisenberg, like I said, for some reason he got under. I guess Kristen Stewart was the best performance of the bunch. Yeah, but, but she, she just had to act she, like a person, essentially. She always seems like she's half asleep when she's yeah. acting, like a pot. <laughs> like, yeah. like I believed it. Maybe that's why it was the best performance. But yeah, I really don't have much to say about this movie. It's going to be up to you to keep continue this discussion because I just it's sort of to me like the interview. Oh, I liked the interview a little I bit. I mean, the interview was actually kind of funny, but just like, I don't know, I felt like it was billed like it was going to be a decent movie. I can't believe this movie was a theatrical release. This seems like a straight-to-DVD like, I I trash. assumed it was probably like a limited release. I think, I think this I was think. a, <laughs> I think it was like a, a normal release in theaters. Wow. They must have had nothing like on 2, their sleep. 2,000 theaters. Uh, yeah. Ah. I don't know. Um, maybe Jesse Eisenberg is just like, let's drop this bomb before he gets some good holes out of the way. Yeah, like Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> My Oscar now. And now you can see me too. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's in a rut, let's face it. Let's face facts here. <laughs> yeah, oh. um, yeah, I still like him. Yeah. Oh, actually, the end of the tour, obviously, he was just in, and that was great. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, for sure. He's, these are all good actors, but they just. We're in a bad movie. It all. The, uh, uh, this movie's always going as good as our um, Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> no, this is definitely better because <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> that was just meandering. This one, at least, is just like, look, <laughs> it sucks. Um, Don't watch this movie. But yeah, I like all the actors. It's everything comes down to scripts with this movie yeah. and direction, script and direction. And if that and isn't location. there. It doesn't matter about the rest. Yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't. I'm giving it a 3 out of 10. 3? Wow. I'm giving 5. You love this movie. I loved it. <laughs> uh, watch anything else? No top 5 this um, week. Because we just don't I have the... I started series. watching... Um, what's it called? The Man in the... Some Castle. Man in High Castle? Yeah. Like 4 or 5 episodes in. I hear it's like... Cool concept. 
well made, but not, you can't get behind the characters. Yeah, it's exactly. I'm sort of like, I want to finish the season just to finish the season, but I'm really it's not only ten too episodes, driven. right? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, exactly, exactly what you said is how it is. Cool, I, I haven't cool seen concept. It. Not the worst setup and all that, but I don't have Amazon. Oh, I would have checked it out, but I don't know. I'm not in a huge. I'm not like bummed that I don't get to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't go out of your way to. Yeah. Alright. I watched Pixels. Okay. Because I had to buy one, get one. Uh, <laughs> red box rental and there was nothing else. And I, I needed something that I could watch in front of a kid. So, checked it out. It's as bad as you think. This is the <laughs> Adam Sandler, um, uh, Peter Dinklage, uh, the guy that did the snowman from Frozen. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Who's the King of Queens? Uh, James. Kevin James? So, yeah, it's something like that. That can't be right. But you know who I'm talking about. The King yeah. of Queens. Something like, It might be Kevin James. <laughs> Probably. I'm, it's circular. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> All right. Well, he's the President of the United States. That's a good start. <laughs> and it's these aliens come from outer space, and they're doing tests on earth as old arcade game <laughs> characters recreating that and the only people that can save the earth are the guys from this 80s who were masters at the arcade blah 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 yeah oh my god it's not good like actually some of the effects were cool like how the, when the aliens would hit something it would turn into that pixelated yeah rubble was say that, that was kind of cool actually the effects and it wasn't as bad as I actually expected it to be because you could tell they're just having fun with it. There yeah. was a little bit of nostalgia, and but it's not good, obviously. <laughs> it's 5 out of 10. Not worth seeing. I haven't checked out the Ridiculous 6 yet. No, but I will. Wow. For some, I don't know why. You're a brave person. I will. It's on Netflix. It's free. Um, I watched half of a very Murray Christmas. I, might ch- I want to check that out too. But I hear it's kind of weird. It's just sing. somber. Yeah, it's yeah. I yeah. still want to check it out, but yeah. Speaking of Christmas, oh wait, no, I got one more. Uh, rewatch, <coughs> rewatch the Incredibles. Um, Mackenzie has my daughter hadn't seen it. Um, here's my test with her: is <coughs> if I say, "You want to watch a movie? You want to watch this movie? Whatever. You wanna wa- here's this movie. You want to watch it?" She always say. No, I want to watch Daniel Tiger. Or no, I want to watch this the thing that she, the things that she always watches over and over again. Yeah. So I'll just put it on. I'll put something on, and if she's interested, she'll just sit there and watch the entire thing. <laughs> so that's what I did with uh, pretty much all of the rest of the movies that I'm talking about for the most part. But The Incredibles, I put that on, and she was hooked immediately. She loved it. I could see her liking that movie. Yeah, superheroes. Um, Basically a riff off, not a rip, a riff off of the Fantastic Four. Um, this was one of the Pixar movies that I felt like was overrated, but still good. Yeah, that's I how actually, I felt about the movie too. I actually liked it better on rewatch really? than I remembered. Um, the animation doesn't hold up from when it was made. Like That's my biggest issue with it, is that it's very blocky I mean for Pixar it's not terrible but yeah. compared to what they are now 
it doesn't hold up completely on that aspect, but it's a great story. It's well directed. There's really really cool stuff going on. So um, yeah, I'd give it like an eight out of ten. Whereas before, I probably would have gave it a light seven and a half, heavy seven. Wow. I would bump it up because. And maybe it was also the fact that I just liked watching my daughter enjoy it so much. At yeah. The same time, so. But it, it was, it's, it's good. People are right. <laughs> and speaking of Christmas, now we can speak of it. Uh, recorded a bunch of Christmas movies that were running on ABC Family and all that kind of stuff. So. Nice. Let's see. Watched um, Robert Zemeckis' <laughs> The Christmas Carol. Yeah. The animated one with Jim Carrey as... Uh, Scrooge Ebenezer Scrooge I I hadn't either I've heard of it but it's not good yeah it's that Robert Zemeckis who did Castaway Forrest Gump a lot of you know classic type movies he went through a phase where he did three CGI animated movies in a row he did A Christmas Carol The Polar Express and Beowulf um and it's weird phase for someone to go through. <laughs> but it's like trying to be super realistic CGI, but it doesn't hold up. Even then, it didn't hold up. Like, the eyes are weird. Yeah. It's kind of... The movement is so... It's like when you try to go too realistic, it makes it even less so. Yeah. There's like more robotics. The valley. Called. Something valley. Yeah, it's like if you make the, it look like a robot, you'll feel more comfortable. But the more you make it look like a human, it's just the yeah. More you it's notice off. the little things that are off. Yeah, it just creeps you out. That's what all these characters are. I mean, it, there's some cool imagery, and it is the 1800th version of a Christmas Carol. <laughs> you know, I I didn't like it. Five out of ten. Mackenzie fell asleep. Oh, humbug. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> um, I also watched The Polar Express, his other one, which is very similar, except this one actually, and I had never seen it. I've heard decent things about the movie. It's not bad. I was surprised. Uh, There's actually some exhilarating cinematography where it's like, I I don't know if it was released in 3D, but if it was, it probably would have been cool in theaters because there's like, there's a scene where, well, basically it's about a kid who, I, I don't know if if he's dreaming it or if it actually happened but he gets picked up by a train that goes to the North Pole and it's Tom Hanks is the like the conductor Uh. or whatever and basically it's just the long train ride to the North Pole and back but a lot of stuff happens obviously throughout the way but there's a scene where a ticket goes flying out of the window and you just follow the ticket as it like it's falling, and then, oh, it gets swept up here. Oh, a bird picked it up and took it, to, you know, and it spit it, and then it ends up back in the train. But just the camera work as it follows this ticket, I thought it was really, really well done. I was actually surprised it kind of came out of nowhere. Hmm. And then there's also, like, these point-of-view shots from the train as it's going down these incredibly steep hills real fast. That Like, even watching on my 32 inch TV in my bedroom was like whoa little butterflies almost put your arms up <laughs> yeah it was, it was kind of cool but still there's that creepiness factor with the animation style yeah it's not great but it was definitely better than I expected 6.5 out of 10 oh, okay 
Uh, re watched Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Say that <laughs> five times fast. Um, the classic stop motion. Yeah, the no reindeer games. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's. Hmm. It's Jack, hard to it's watch. A, yeah, it time. is. It doesn't hold up that well to me. I mean, I remember liking it a lot as a kid. Yeah. It still has a little nostalgia there, but. Nostalgia. Really. But it's like a Norman Rockwell painting or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the calendars and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like I feel like that's what that is now. They should have just done like a music video to the song. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It gives some weird places. And it's only like 40 minutes. But six out of ten. Mackenzie thought it was okay. <laughs> anyway, and she liked Polar Express quite a bit, actually. I could see. Uh, I rewatched Elf. She watched it for the first time. With uh -oh. Will Ferrell as the elf, you know. Been a, you know been a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I enjoyed it even more this time around. I like it a lot. Yeah. I was picking up on little things just that he's doing. It's a great performance. Like, he totally buys into that, you know, being yeah. like an, a kid at heart. and all, There's all these little things that made me laugh. I, th I thought it was good. And she liked it a lot. 8 out of 10. Light 8 out of 10. But wow. I think it's one of the better Christmas movies, actually. Um, I rewatched The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I like this one. Another really good one. Yeah. I'd give it a 7.5 out of 10. It's where he is a cynical, divorced dad, and Santa Claus slips off his roof in the middle of the night and, I guess, dies. Yeah. <laughs> and he has dark. to take over the mantle. Um Mackenzie liked it, and I enjoyed it as well. I I don't know. I just feel like he, Tim Allen, he hasn't been in a lot of great stuff. Yeah. But he can be good. Like, yeah, He's got this quality to him when he's being more Tim Toolman Taylor-esque. He's kind of charismatic, but in a yeah. blue-collar-y kind of way. Yeah. But I remember watching that movie and thinking in my head, like, this movie will never, like, catch on, like, be, like, a classic and it had to end up having three of them. Kind of. Two is. sequels. and Actually, I liked the second one as well. I think I've seen the second one. Uh, I didn't see the once. third one. Probably not worth watching. I like the second one because it's got um, Juliet from Lost in it. And she's she's one of my odd <laughs> crushes. Like She's not like this great looking woman but something about her I'm sure it ties in with the show right lost yeah she's yeah. a great character <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then lastly How the Grinch Stole Christmas the Jim Carrey Ron Howard version which how do you feel about this I think it's okay yeah um but Mackenzie loves it really she watched it I probably said this on the podcast before but she watched it literally 50 times last Christmas and she soon as she saw a commercial for it this year, she's like, I want to watch that. It's my favorite movie. Oh, man. <laughs> so I recorded it. I could always see him being scary. Dude, like, she loves scary stuff. That's the thing. Uh, like That's why I'm going to take her with me to see Star Wars, because she can handle it. Yeah. She saw Avengers Age of Ultron in theaters in 3D. So. Um, she'll be good. Yeah. Uh, but she's only watched it three times so far. I'm sure she'll watch it some more. But yeah, man. She might pick up off. the pace. I'm happy with the variety. <laughs> also, I recorded Christmas Vacation, but I haven't watched it yet. 
I, I watched it last year. But I want to try to watch it every year. We forgot to rank the vacation movies. Oh man. Well, um, I would go number one, the original. Number two, yeah. Christmas. Number three, Vegas, and number four, the new one. I haven't seen European Vacation. Yeah, okay. Have you? Yeah. Should I check I it out? I used to have like a. Is it disc. worth seeing European? It's vacation? worth seeing. It's. It might be the weakest one. Even more than the reboot. No, no, okay. no, no, excluding the reboot. Out of, like, the classic ones, but it's still interesting in its own. It just doesn't have any of the family, like, Cousin Eddie and stuff like that. Gotcha. But it's definitely a good movie. Um, I would go probably Christmas, Vegas, original. Really? Uh. European reboot. <laughs> gotcha. Uh. I love Vegas. Vegas is almost my favorite one. I've only seen it the once, so that's probably why. I've seen the original and the Christmas one so many times. It's like my comfort blanket of a movie. Oh, Papa Giorgio. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's get on to a tiny bit of news. Um, At least box office-wise, lately, it's been all the new Hunger Games. It's been first place for four weeks in a row. Even though it isn't... It's doing the weakest of all the Hunger Games movies, I think. Or, I wouldn't have expected it. Uh, it's at least doing worse than the second and third. It just didn't seem that hyped and whatever. I figured it'd do well. But. but Creed has been up there. Creed's been killing it. Been pretty much a hit. The Good Dinosaur, a disappointment for Pixar. I heard uh, First Bomb for Pixar. I, I wouldn't call it a bomb, but it's definitely the, one of their worst, if not their worst, uh, showings. Wow. Don't crimp. Didn't, didn't I pick it? Yeah, don't fuck with my shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have Creed and you have Hunger Games, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I got uh, Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> I haven't checked the, the standings in a while. I'll be doing that probably tomorrow, but I'm interested to see how it shakes out because you're in a huge lead last time I checked. Yeah, give me an update tomorrow. Mystery Science. Theater 3000 is coming back. I've heard about this. Based off of a Kickstarter that was successful. Yeah. Did you used to watch it? Um, sort of, yeah. I thought it was okay. People love it. I I never loved it. But. I was younger. It was always on late. It was like my, my babysitter said, let me watch it. And I have good memories of it, but I don't know. Yeah, I, thought, I remember laughing at it. I'll yeah. probably check it out if it's on TV or Netflix or something I can watch easily I'm not going to go out of my way for it let's see now they're (laughs) who makes Hunger Games movies is Lionsgate Uh, Warner Brothers Um, I don't know it might be Lionsgate because I feel like when I watched one of the DVDs it had a Hunger Games but that could be just anyway whoever it is they're bringing they have the prequels Oh, under God. consideration. They're considering doing prequels for the Hunger Games. Why not, right? It's cash cow. <laughs> I mean, if they do it, they should wait like four years or so. Yeah, just like Harry Potter is doing. Yeah. Because that movie's coming out next year. Kind of actually build interest. I mean, I could see it being decent. Because, you know, anytime. Just don't have it. you got to make it different. Yeah. You gotta actually have it be a real Hunger Games where people are just all into it and there is a winner. Don't do 
this crap where it's it there's someone that stands against the because that she was apparently the first one right so yeah unless they show it like how it came to be or something I don't know I guess there's ways they could do it but I'm yeah. not hyped yeah. about it <laughs> and lastly Ryan Coogler director of Creed which apparently is awesome from what I hear and director of Fruitvale Station which I loved looks like he's going to be the director for Black Panther the movie Ooh. which seems like the perfect fit that's a great fit because you want an African American director to direct the first ever African American Marvel superhero yeah who is and being played by Chadwick Boseman an awesome actor um and I don't know he's one of my favorite comic book fit. characters seems like a great director great character let's make a great movie like yeah. let's could do it um maybe the next I don't know I think, I think it's coming out in 2017. So we've so, got a little time. A little time. I think we still have Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange. Actually, it might be the one after Doctor Strange. But, well, no, Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't know. It all It's all coming. Yeah. I love it. Isn't the second one script's done? Uh, Guardians. Yeah, Volume 2, it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think... The best is yet to come for Marvel. And uh, Black Panther will be a part of that. So, looking forward to it. Now, let's get to Prejudgment Day. Dun, dun, dun. Got some serious trailers here. Yeah. This episode. Starting off. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> with a cough. Uh, <laughs> the BFG, which is a Steven Spielberg directed Disney released movie about a giant. Yeah. Disney's the big fucking giant. (laughs) I don't know what it stands for. I don't even really understand what the movie's about. No. It's a little girl and looks like she sees a giant and it's about to take her and then it stops. All I know is it's kind of creepy and it's by Spielberg. Yeah. It'd probably be good. (laughs) I don't know. Could be the next (laughs) E.T. Yeah. Maybe. I will give it a six and a half out of ten. I'll give it a five because I don't know what it's about. <laughs> All right. Next up is <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sequel called Out of the Shadows. Um, follow up to the reboot from last year. Yeah. This time they're introducing... All of the comic book and cartoon <laughs> characters. You got Baxter Stockman, Bebop and Rocksteady, Shredder's back. Casey Jones. Uh, Casey Jones, and apparently Krang is in this. Really? So, <laughs> what did you think? I think it looks better than the first one, Miss. Yeah, I, I think Just I might looks. agree. At times it looks very much Transformers-esque. Yeah. With Michael Bay producing. But then... I feel like when the actual turtles are there, that's when it has a fun vibe. Did you see the first one? Um, I can't say that I finished it. But yeah. yeah. I liked it when it was the turtles. Like I liked their interactions with each other and their, you know, the brotherly camaraderie. And, yeah. And the action actually was pretty decent in the first one. And it looks like it's more of the same in this. Going definitely more pandering and cartoonish. Uh, just hopefully it's fun. It looks like it, c- it could either be a fun ride or one of the worst things ever. Yeah. <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady look 
good in the sense that they look like the characters from the cartoon. Yeah, but and they then, look exactly like the action figure that's in the bag in my basement right now. But that might not fit with the world that they have set up. But I don't know. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. It's freaking Turtles, man. Oh, yeah. Got to. I'm going to give it a four out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give, give it a six at least. <laughs> no, I don't know. I probably won't be closer to that. But um, it's funny. Edgar Chaput of... Uh, Pop Optic and a reoccurring guest friend of the podcast. He he knows I'm a fan. I was on the Sound on Sight podcast. Me and Casey were to review the first uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and he must have seen the trailer before I did because he tweeted at me while I was at work. He said, "What do you think? Deluxe pizza, meaning good or full of anchovies?" And I was like. Looks like extra cheese to me. Because <laughs> it looks cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright. Next up, X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, the newest movie in the X-Men superhero franchise. I think this comes out next year, too. I mean, next year is going to be big. Yeah. <laughs> At least franchise-wise. I don't know how about good, but it's going to be big. I think this has been my favorite superhero trailer Franchi- oh really like of the new the ones that haven't come out yet this is another in bridging the gap between the the first X-Men movies and like the first class which went into Days of Future Past you know this is another I think this is the last one before years are completely caught up and they can pretty much do whatever they want oh okay I don't know like the story at least as far as I understand but this one is Apocalypse is the villain, and he's like this all-powerful Egyptian god-like mutant, the first mutant, and he has his four horsemen of the apocalypse, which are Magneto, Storm, Archangel, and who was the other one? I can't remember, but... Another character, and this one is bringing in young Cyclops, young Jean Grey, played by uh, Sophie Turner, Sansa from Game of Thrones. Uh, I thought it looked pretty cool. I was kind of... Oh, Psylocke, I believe, is another one of the characters. She's cool. They look like Jubilee is in there. It look it looks good to me. It looks cool. Like, like there's good action in it, but... I don't know. I think Apocalypse will just be a good bad guy. The effects look cool. Like, I was actually skeptical because I saw pictures in Entertainment Weekly of Apocalypse and it looked like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, man. But I guess now that they've got more CGI work yeah, and more just blending action. it and it it looks better than I expected to. Yeah. Um, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? Yeah, I like the X-Men I'll movies. go with that too. Cool. Next up, <laughs> Independence Day it's it's back baby oh it's back uh, that was resurgence is the surname Will Smith now worships aliens so he can't be there yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's fighting for the wrong team he's not in it but looks like everyone else is yeah uh, Jeff Goldblum Bill Pullman uh, the guy from Taxi <laughs> um, this looked really it was a boring trailer to me except the special effects look awesome. All the effects look awesome. Like it's such a weird looking movie because it story wise doesn't look like there's much there. 
Looks like there's going to be a yeah, lot of pandering it, somehow. It so, I don't know, dull looking until the effects came in and I was like, damn, that's actually really yeah, good. But the special effects look amazing. Like, So, I don't know. This yeah. movie could kind of go either way. I think it could go one way. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. I'll go oh. six. I'll get a little more positive. All right. And last is Star Trek Beyond. Um, the yeah. third of the rebooted Star Trek franchise. This one doesn't have J.J. Ravens as director. He is with Star Wars now, as you might know. So he's producing it. Yeah, he's the producer. And it's actually being directed by the writers, I think. of Or no, one of the writers from all the Star Trek and a bunch of other those style of movies that I can't remember. It's his directorial debut. Okay. It's on a monster budget blockbuster. Uh, seems a little risky, but yeah. what are you going to do? Um, I don't really know what this one's about. I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but I did like the first reboot, and the second one was decent, too. Uh, Into Darkness, I yeah. thought was decent. But you don't really make it clear what's going on in this movie. No. Besides, basically, everyone's bad. I didn't like the music for the trailer and the style of it. No. I think it could still be a decent movie. Because it still looks like it has the same feel for the most part. Yeah. But, but I don't know any of the new villain characters or or I don't know what's going yeah, on I'm whatsoever. Yeah, kind of in the dark with Star Trek. I did enjoy the first two, though. So, I mean, yeah. I mean I they weren't amazing, but I enjoyed watching yeah. them. I agree. I would give this a 6 out of 10. 6. Mm, five and a half. All right. Well, that'll do it. Sorry, it's a little bit of a shorter episode, but... Take what you can get. You know what I'm <laughs> uh, we don't know what our next episode is going to be about, but it'll probably be some mix of Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Ant-Man, Trainwreck. We'll probably so, review movies. Yeah. You know, it's coming up to the end of the year, so <laughs> uh, we have a couple special things planned. Third annual Redbox Report Awards. Or no, just Redbox Awards. Yeah. <laughs> Not the report. We're totally different thing. And looking like a special episode coming up that should be a lot of fun and we'll, we'll tell you more about that at a later date but hey happy holidays under wraps like your presents oh wait we gotta give our plugs plug in <laughs> the red box report yahoo.com is where you could email us you can follow us on twitter at the red box report i'm on twitter at the oil report i'm on twitter at the rbr joke like us on facebook subscribe rate and review us on itunes you can find us on stitcher subscribe to the reddit page while you're at it the reddit and uh i'm on letterbox at the oreo report happy holidays oh yeah you don't have a letterbox i don't have okay. a letterbox and merry christmas merry christmas